Welcome to the Daily Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. Chris Deaton is in the studio with us. But Chris, before I go any farther, Douglas is one of our listeners, and he emailed podcasts at weeklystandard.com. Oh, boy. He's very annoyed. He says that when I talk about our sponsor, SaneBox, and I mm-hmm. put it in the body of the of the podcast, like I usually do, mm-hmm. that he thinks it's a new topic, and he, he oh. says it throws him off. Man. He doesn't like that. He says he likes the podcast. He likes the logo. He's glad we're now daily instead of kind of sure. you know, whenever we felt like it during the week. But he's very So here's what I want to do. Okay. Samebox.com, our wonderful sponsor. Let's talk about them right now. Okay. And then we'll talk about the first 100 days. Okay. That work? Okay. That works. Now, I, when I asked Steve Hayes how many emails were in his inbox uh-huh. on Red, I knew he'd have a lot because he's on TV and he's a glamour star and my wife has a huge crush on him and I hate him. Oh, <laughs> I didn't say that out loud, did I? <laughs> 271,000 emails. Yes, I've got to. I, I have like 50, I had like 50,000 mm-hmm. and yeah. th- thought that was terrible. I'm at 66,000. Then I, I think, discovered, so. well, you need sanebox.com mm-hmm. because sanebox.com lets you get to inbox zero. It trains your email so that the people you really want to hear from end up in your inbox. People that you want to get to the stuff eventually and send it back goes into this little side folder for mm-hmm. later. And then they have this great thing at sanebox.com called the black hole. Yeah. You get an email from someone you know never want to hear from again i can just random example ethan epstein and you drag <laughs> did i say that out loud again <laughs> and you drag somebody whose name rhymes with betstein's mm-hmm. email into the black hole you never see another email from that person again isn't that great that's 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 terrifying that's how uh, sanebox.com <clears throat> works the number one complaint i've had from people when they've heard about it and haven't tried it is well i don't want to have to buy a new email i like google i like yahoo whatever no no no. sanebox.com works with your existing email it in essence trains the email you have now to figure out what you want to read what you don't want to read it even gives you reminders like if you know you're supposed to send someone mm-hmm. an email on thursday that it has a system you can click that in and have the email ready to go and it just it's hey, it's smart guys. email in other it, words. it is it yeah. is email that works for you instead smart of me because yeah. i used to try to sit there drag click drag click drag click drag and I, i'm not doing this anymore and now i don't have to and the best part is you can try sanebox.com absolutely free for two weeks right now sanebox.com slash weekly standard and if you decide to buy after your two weeks you'll get a 25 dollar credit because you went to sanebox.com slash weekly standard. So, Douglas. So, there, Doug. That, that's for you. The sponsorship is right there. And um, and thank you, Sanebox, for uh, sponsoring the podcast. Thank you, Chris Deaton, for sharing your time with us. You have an editorial about the first 100 days. What is your takeaway after having pondered this story mm-hmm. that's been done and redone and re-re-redone in the past 10 <laughs> days? What is your takeaway? You know, I, I don't want to. I'm not a big fan of the whole poking fun or uh, critiquing other journalists type of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we all live in glass houses, and the glass is like a millimeter thick, um, <laughs> and up in like very high winds. And I, sure. I, I'm, I'm going to stop torturing the metaphor too Thank much. You. But you get the point. But I did see one story about this subject the other day that I think was like 2,700 words long, <sighs> and broken up into four or five different sections. <laughs> and it's kind of like, man, this is not an academic study. Right. It is an arbitrary cutoff that originated with FDR sure. because he was in the middle of the Great Depression mm-hmm. and it was a nightmare. So he wanted to pass all of the things to try to get the country out of mm-hmm. all of the trouble. And now all of a sudden, the 21st century, it's just this latest benchmark that we can point at and say, oh, here's a topic that we can fill 48 hours of airtime right. talking about. And it's actually turned to 120 hours of airtime and nobody will stop talking about it. So 
Here's my favorite part of your editorial. The 100-day standard doesn't have implications beyond a disposable news cycle. <laughs> Not a single voter will go to the polls on day 1,384 of the Trump administration and pull the lever for the other guy because Trump didn't come through 1,284 days before. And you're right. This, The question of the Trump presidency is far bigger than this 100 days. But what have we learned about the Trump presidency uh, from how they've chosen to handle it? That's a great question. There is still this element of message management that obviously... Trump coming from that frame of mind, as we have seen just abundantly, it defines Mm -hmm. him. When Trump tweeted April 21st, so this is eight days before the 100-day mark, like day 92, it's coming up this Saturday, Mm -hmm. and he tweets that this standard is, quote, ridiculous, and even though his campaign team had already adopted its own 100-day plan and they threw some stuff in there, and it's pretty run-of-the-mill stuff for any campaign that you're going to expect from anybody, um, their team backed off of that. And he got called out some for, well, you know, your team threw together the 100-day plan. And that's fair. That's fine. You know, everybody does Mm -hmm. it. And the Democrats started hammering him for being underwhelming. The media started comparing him to past presidents. This measuring contest of, oh, Mm -hmm. X number of of bills passed, how many executive orders, how many things he checked off from his list. And Trump and the Republicans did a little bit of a 180, and they started taking it very seriously, trying to manage the message. Mm -hmm. So it's still this, to your point about what you kind of learned about the way the Trump administration operates and everything, always trying to just push that image, push that Mm -hmm. image, create that... I don't want to go in the whole alternative truth, alternative reality thing here going on because that's not it. But in in this particular circumstance, it's just presenting the best possible face they believe that they can present. And it's a 24-hour operation. It's a manage the media strategy Mm -hmm. and the mistake. And they've made so many unforced errors Mm -hmm. early on is not realizing that it didn't matter if Trump said first 100 days a single time. If he had never used those words in Mm -hmm. the same 100 days in the same sentence, the media were going to pull out this yard stick anyway because it was a chance to beat him up once they figured that out then they turned on this this other message and so this week has been jam-packed with events you can argue have no actual impact the uh executive order on you know i want you to go out and see what you can do about trade you Mm -hmm. know okay (laughs) executive order see if you see any extraterrestrial life out there take a look out the window you know i mean Look for oil at the Washington Monument. Why not? You know, that's the kind of stuff you throw into the media grinding machine mm-hmm. so that you can add your flavor to the sausage that comes out the other side. And mm-hmm. this week, I think they've shown that they are really good when they focus on getting in the media fight. At the end of this week, the the message that CNN wanted, which was this is the worst 100 days ever, is going to be this mixed message. Well, there's some good and some bad because Trump started playing. It's but, flooding the zone. Yeah, but uh, but zone. is that all he's going to do for the next two to four years is no. manage the media? That's why that's why I come back. You right. want to manage the media? Gorsuch was a perfect example. Right. Do something and the media manages itself. Do you see anything on the short-term horizon that President Trump and the Republicans who run the entire government and they can blame the filibuster all they want, they can talk about Schumer all they want, mm-hmm. for the typical American, there's one team running the country, the government, and its team Republican. Do they have anything in the short-term horizon? So let's try to check some things off here. You have, excuse me, tax reform, which uh, Trump announced some principles of on Wednesday. 
but did nothing you about. You can't get to it right away because yep. you have to wait for the next budget to come through if they still want to use health care for this current one. And naturally, they're only laying out talking points, so you can cross mm-hmm. that off the short-term list using, okay. the, you, you, using, right. you, using your short-term criterion here. Health care. There's still it's it there there are different I um Alapun that I think at Hot Air described it quite accurately as a hot potato that's getting warmer by the day. Um, at first it was you know kind of the moderates were upset the conservatives mm-hmm. were upset the conservatives now have their concerns somewhat mm-hmm. taken care of with this latest amendment. Now you're maybe pushing more moderates away. There's still a massive fracture inside the party. I still don't see this thing getting resolved quickly because you, we haven't even considered the Senate yet. So I'm not sure we can call that a short term thing. Mm-hmm. Immigration. We have the spending showdown coming up here in the next, what, 24 hours, 36 hours or so mm-hmm. at this point. And he already backed off the you know funding that he wanted to stuff in that and said, well, right. we can take care of that later on this year. So you can kind of cross immigration and wall funding off the list in as much as a legislative mechanism is concerned. Mm-hmm. Infrastructure is still this variable that nobody's really talking about. I mean, of, of the big ticket items, what's left? And 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 I grant that. To this point about the 100-day milestone being irrelevant because you still have more than a 1,000 days to go here in this first term, Mm -hmm. there's going to be time to get to all this stuff. And that's natural because one of the points that I make in this editorial is that President Obama didn't get the Affordable Care Act signed until day 481. And Reagan didn't get tax reform until beyond day 600 of his second term. Mm -hmm. I mean, this stuff takes a lot. I mean, these are monumental undertakings for a single administration. And they're trying to check off tax reform, health care, one trillion dollars plus of infrastructure, completely altering immigration, trying to handle foreign policy crises that are getting hotter by the day at the same time. I mean, you can't. This is not how Washington works. You can't do that in 24 hours. You can't do it in 100 days. You can't do it in a stinking Mm -hmm. century if you get unlucky. So we'll conclude with this. First of all, aren't you just tempted to do another sane box spot right now just to annoy Douglas? But we're not going to do that. Sanebox.com slash weekly standard. You get the call. Ring, ring. It's President Mm -hmm. Trump. I just read your editorial. Huge, huge. Mm -hmm. Sticking Mm -hmm. all the stereotypes here. What should be the next focus? What what should the Republicans rally around in the short term then? It's a really difficult question to answer because you have to talk about feasibility. Mm -hmm. And... I do think that if you are trying to get the pan-Republican caucus together, what are some things that we can agree on? There's this legislative mechanism called the Congressional Review Act that they have used to kind of begin undoing some of the regulatory legacy of the Obama administration. And the that- wildly underappreciated <clears throat> accomplishment of the Trump administration. Yes, yes. Over time, it'll be almost as important as the Gorsuch nomination. So, it really so, is. Yeah. So, I mean, what you can do with this with this mechanism is that essentially Congress can express these resolutions of disapproval, you know, un- undoing past regulations within a certain time mm-hmm. frame because we have a president of the same party now who's actually going to sign that mm-hmm. as opposed to a Democrat like President Obama. Trump's going to say, oh, yeah, this is great. So let's just go ahead and work together as a team here down Pennsylvania Avenue, Congress and the White House, which even we have seen, even though Mm. the same team occupies both buildings, Congress, the Capitol, and the White House, it's still as hard as heck to get together. Some of this regulatory stuff they might be able to get together on, and a lot of it, some of it relates to finance, some of it relates to immigration, a lot of this relates here to energy that we're talking about right now, and Trump was, you know, big on energy and the environment, and that was a big, you know, American domestic, you know, Mm. like, let's let's exploit our own resources type of thing. There's some massaging 
interesting of, of, of messaging they can do with that to pursue a little bit of, of, of a regulatory agenda using some of these apparatuses and some of this um, similar thought they have across the entire party to get something done. I, I just don't agree. I think they have to do Obamacare because of the seven years of talking about it. It's so front oh, and center. Sure. And so they, you know, they just need to lock everybody in a room until they come out with something the House can pass. Put it in Mitch McConnell's capable hands and then move on. That should be the number one, two and three priority until they get that done as soon as possible. Good luck. That's, I, I agree. It's tough, but they, they don't have a choice. I mean, it's, it's like D-Day. You know, no one wanted to land in Normandy, but to win the war, you had to take that beach. They have to take this beach. It's just got to be done. Chris Deaton, thanks so much for joining us for the podcast. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to this edition of the Daily Standard Podcast. You can find all our podcasts at weeklystandard.com or better still, just subscribe to them at iTunes or Google Play by searching Weekly Standard. When you subscribe, you'll never miss an episode of the Daily Standard, including our special features, the Confab every weekend and Crystal Clear every Friday. Plus, you can leave reviews of the podcast and let people know that you found content that you enjoy. Don't enjoy it? Have a question, comment, or complaint? Just email podcasts at weeklystandard.com. Thanks again for listening. I'm your host, Michael Graham.